Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is Barbecue and Curry. I'm Eugene. In studio, we have two guests. We have a, the the resident Chiefs fan. How you doing, Logan? Hey, doing great. And we got the other degenerate, Ty. Yeah, the not as happy uh, fan in the house, but yes, being a Bengals fan, but yes. Uh, so it, it is the Super Bowl, ladies and gentlemen, next week. Actually, not even next week, Sunday. Mm-hmm. We're recording this on the Thursday night, so 72 hours-ish. There'll be a Super Bowl play, Super Bowl with the Kansas City Chiefs, which is Logan's team. Logan is all kitted out. Um, how they fraudulently beat the Bengals, but well, that's a story for another day. No, no, it, it is a story for, for this day. It is a story but for this the hour. Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> versus the Philadelphia Eagles. And before we get started, as a resident East Coast person in the house, I am rooting for the Eagles. But all y'all Eagles fans, I'm sick of y'all. I'm so, like... Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm so sick of Eagles fans. And I'm starting to get sick of Chiefs fans, too. Because I'm starting to put Chiefs fans with Dallas Cowboy fans. Y'all just being annoying. And, you, and you've told me this. And, and I've told you. They're winning, man. Understand, But they're annoying. I, I agree. But when they're winning, you can't say shit. But Eagles fans, <laughs> y'all are the biggest group of bullies as a fan base I've ever seen in my fucking life. It is, it is no secret on the show. Um, look, I'm sorry, you haven't spoken yet. <laughs> I will, we will get to you. But it is no secret on this show that your boy is not a fan of the New Orleans Saints fan base. You see... It is no secret on the, on the show, right? You, see, you say things about the New Orleans <laughs> fan base that borderlines on religious blasphemy. It is not religious blasphemy. I said borderlines. <laughs> Philly is not too far off, man. Philly and is, I got people that live in Philly. They Philly know how I feel about y'all. Philly is not too far off. Y'all are, of my y'all are about the biggest fan bases. bullies and just can't get right, can't act right. It, they, they don't win almost ever. So when they do win, the motherfuckers don't know how to act. Like, y'all think going Santa Claus is cool, throwing batteries at Santa Claus is cool, and when Michael Irvin broke his neck. That's when they got me. Michael Irvin breaks his neck. The crowd cheers. Oh. Yeah, so, so, but watching you all on various NFL shows and watching people from Philly, I'm sick of y'all. I, I like cheesecake. I want to be clear. Fuck y'all's cheesecake. Fuck y'all's cheese steaks. I'm sick of Philly fans. And one, more, one more thing. <laughs> this man going in. Go ahead, man. I, would, I, had, a, I had a doctor's appointment yesterday. And... The show is taped in Wichita, Kansas. We live in Wichita, so I was at the Wichita VA. And here's the reason why Chiefs fans are starting to get on my nerves. I've never seen a fan base with more homemade signs. That grown people got homemade signs look like they've been crafted at home goods by a 12-year-old. You said it. I can guarantee you Logan's house has some right now. <laughs> I can guarantee you, Logan nods yes, by the way. I know. I walk by. Ty has been to my house. Yes. He saw all the chief novelty stuff. I walk by offices that have misspelled Eagles, misspelled Chiefs, and misspelled players' names. All in the same sign. So, I understand that you all want to be happy for the Chiefs. I understand it. I get it. I get it. But if you're going to have these childish-ass signs in your offices, can somebody please use spell check? And don't get upset when I tell you you spelled everything in the sign wrong. That ain't my fault. I expect this out of Eagles people. I do not expect this out of Chiefs fans. I don't know, man. Mid- Midwest education not the greatest. It ain't, but <laughs> damn it, boy. This is 
If you misspell Chiefs and Eagles, we need to reconsider. And you working in a doctor's office, and you are not the secretary or the admin. Uh, let's let's again. Okay, let's jump on football before we do, Logan. Happy to have you here. Uh, it's good. Uh, I'd love to see uh, also Kelsey versus Kelsey Bowl. It, it is a Jason Kelsey Bowl. Kel- it is a Kelsey Bowl. And also in the Midwest, we need to talk about geography. You know, people think Kansas City Chiefs play in Kansas. Oh, hey, look, we play in Missouri. Bengals fans, a few Bengals fans, and they're all like, Missouri. "How come every Kansas gas station has a slot machine?" I look to their dad. I go, "Do they know that we're in Missouri, not Kansas?" Okay. Just, just saying. Two states that don't matter. But that's neither here nor there. Ah, come on. Come on. That's neither here nor there. Come on. Ain't nobody coming for Kansas. Yeah, <laughs> but like the crime rate in Missouri is high enough where, it's, where people know about Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. The crime rate puts you on the map. And human trafficking puts Kansas on the map. So we're, we're, it's all good. You're trafficking puts Wichita on the map. It's crazy. <laughs> Nothing else in Kansas. Uh, before we actually analyze this game of Chiefs versus Eagles, and... You guys, I'm sure you guys have realized by now, we didn't record a show last week. Uh, your boy. And that was all on me. That was, personally, that was a decision I took that I made. It was my fault. Because I wasn't in the right mental, mental space to discuss a fucking game after that game we had against the Chiefs versus Bengals. And that's a God honest truth. I was I not wanted, in the I right mental space. Shit. I did, but then I realized. I, it, basketball season is right around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> College basketball is right around the corner. Eugene knows come March how, how, how trolling I am. If there, if, if, there, if there is not a podcast from, like, March 15th to, like, April 15th, somebody come check on time. Because what's probably happening is he, he went one step too far. Just, and I had to put him on a flight. I, would, I, I don't want to put this on, on this show, but we got, now we got to tell the folks why that's the case. Eugene is a UVA basketball fan. Yes. He's in Virginia. And Eugene is from Virginia. He's from Virginia. And Virginia won championships, played great defense. Also, the only team in the history of March Madness to lose as a one seed to a 16 seed. And let's not forget, they were not just any one seed. They were the one seed. They were the overall number one They were the overall number one team in the country, and they lost the 64 team. UMBC, is that correct? Yeah, but by... But next year, they didn't end up winning it all. They oh, did, that, shit, that shit don't matter. They, they, they did win it all. And, but, but you know what got me? Because that year, I had money on Virginia, too. The, one, the, one, the year they won it. That first round game, Eugene, do you remember that game? No, the first round the next year. No, no, no. no. <laughs> we, 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 since we don't paint the picture, we're going to go. I was, I was at Wichita State. I was an undergraduate student. And I was in the vet center. And Wichita State made the tournament that year. So that's the year. I generally... That's the year they lost to Marshall. So I was in a bad frame of mind because that was an early game. So I was in a bad frame. That's right. It was the same day. Yeah, I was in a bad frame of mind. It was, but it, I was, it was a Friday. Yeah, I was I was like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and watch UVA beat the ball UMBC. And my, my mind's going to be good. Let me tell you, everybody cleared out of that Veterans Center at halftime of that game because they knew <laughs> – it was not <laughs> going to be. <laughs> I, 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 remember, I, I remember they couldn't miss a three-pointer that day. Yeah. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Um, it, eight minutes into the show. Let's talk, let's talk football. Let's talk football. Before we, do, we analyze and break down the Super Bowl for you guys, we got to break down the conference championship games and, you know, like review it, not pre- review it. And we'll start with the NFC. Eagles versus uh, the 49ers. Never had a fair shot. There's nothing to review here because mm-hmm. – once they lost party, that was, and yeah, it, it, is it bad 
that Josh Johnson was the worst option than Christian McCaffrey, a quarterback? <laughs> Josh Johnson, like, listen, I'm sure he's a good, sure he's a good dude. Because l- like you said about Geno Smith previously, you can't be a black quarterback in this league and still be around for play for f- fucking 14 teams. Yeah. You, cl- you clearly have something about that you. He's going to get his NFL retirement. Fund. Yeah. No, oh, God. <laughs> he's going to get that money. Y'all going to give me this money. But, God damn, dude. The moment Purdy, Purdy got hurt, that thing was a wrap, wasn't it? Yeah. I want to know... What voodoo doll or black cat is running around the San Francisco franchise to where y'all have some of the worst the worst luck with quarterbacks we've seen since Colin Kaepernick? Like the you, Kyle Shanahan should have won at least one Super Bowl with the Forty ers I don't know about hey, really. You think he, so? His team played in one. Yeah, and, and we're not talking about Atlanta. Just, no, the Niners played one. The, the one that Chiefs won. Yeah, yeah. they should at least won one. No, I mean. The one he should have won was was as a, was in Atlanta. As, so as, I, as let, me re- let me rephrase. I don't know what Black Cat or Voodoo Kyle Shanahan's got running around because this doesn't make any sense. Like if it happens once to a team, it's usually not going to happen again. Mm-hmm. We, you're looking at almost five years to where the 49ers probably are the best team in the NFC or the most consistent team in the NFC, and they can't catch a break at quarterback. Uh, the last four years. The team the Niners have lost during the playoffs have been Super Bowl champions. Rams, Tampa, uh, Eagles this year, and then Chiefs in Super Bowl. Those are the four teams. Uh, they've they've all. I mean, we don't know about the Eagles yet, but the other three have gone to win the Super Bowl. Um, it's it it's tough, man. Like, I hate the way the Bengals lost because we. I mean, it was daylight robbery, but I rather lose the way the Bengals lost than the, than lose the way like the Niners lost. Because as a team, that's just gutting. That's, you're, like, you're like, dude, we were never even in this fight. And on the Eagles side, you realize as a team, they had 77 sacks on the year. And we don't talk about this enough. They've got their defensive line has one player with 19 and a half sacks, another player with 17, and one player with 12. They're up there. They're up there. That is insane. And so I would really have wanted to see them. Against that old line. Against that old line. But it, at, and Trent Williams, do me a favor, man. You start picking on little people. Trent Williams picked this dude up in real time. My man, Trent, about that life. Trent Williams is six feet seven, 340-ish pounds. Literally picked up. First of all, the dude on the Eagles, what are you doing picking on? You know, you know good and well there's nothing you can do with this big man. That man, Trent Williams picked this man up like he's a rag doll on TV. That, that was something out of like... 2004 Monday Night Raw. Like, I wanted to check on the Eagles. <laughs> that's somebody that's put, that somebody put that play through the concussion protocol. He slammed that dude <laughs> he straight did. Up, They did. Straight they on his head. Logan, you, you were going to say something. Uh, I was going to say, like, especially Philly, um, you know, they had these young guys. You know, they went out and got A.J. Brown. Mm-hmm. You know, they gave Jalen Hurts a shot. They, they went out and got Devontae Smith, the first-round receiver. Yep. But let's talk about their offensive defensive line. How the, In the, the trenches. Jason Kelsey went. this year thought, okay, you know, he thought about retiring, then he came back, you know, lead the offense line, and then the defensive line. And then right after they got beat by Washington, they got out and got uh, Sue and I think another defensive yep, tackle. you're right. So let's give it up for the GM going out to get these guys go, hey, you know, Phenomenal we found job. our weakness, now let's go pick up some guys, and then now look at them. Super and and, Bowl. Then, and, the, uh, and their, their D-line was no weakness, it was a strength, and they're yeah. like, let's go reinforce this. So basically, you're just rotating. Yeah, yeah. Sack people. When, and, and, when and Donovan Sue uh, is your is your closer. 
That's a problem. That's problematic. And then they also, before the season, like, okay, last season they got Darius Slay. That's right. And then they got the guy from the Saints, adding Gardner Johnson. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they just keep adding pieces. They got got Kansas City's GM or or GMR account, one of them. No, they have, these are really friendly contracts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Philly has a lot of proven contracts. Yeah. And, I mean, and now they have been proved. Yeah. Like, Devontae Maddox has got so much better. I I hated him two years ago. This this dude's getting burnt by everybody. He's got better and better as each year has gone on. Um, but yeah, like in the Eagles, listen, you can only play who's in front of you. It's something yeah. you always say, Eugene. Yeah. But let's take a step back and you evaluate what the season has been. Uh, PFF rates, right? Eagles had the easiest schedule in the regular season. And then the playoffs, you, you get one, you get a first round bye. Your second round is against Daniel Jones a t- and the New York Giants, a team which you outmatch them every possible. You, The Giants are a less... Uh, efficient version of the Eagles. It's a running quarterback with with a slightly inaccurate arm, but but a good arm. Worse weapons. Better Philly has better Giants, running game. Giants shouldn't have been there. Giants are two years, basically two years ahead. Of exactly, yeah. and which is why David won't go to the year today. Uh, but and then in the second round, you face a team on a fourth string quarterback. I'm gonna say this: all that is correct. But you know what other team in the NFL had the same scenario? The Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings were a one seed, easy schedule. They won a bunch of their games by less than seven points and wet the bed in the playoffs. They lost to the Giants first round, which is how the Giants. The Vikings didn't have an easy schedule. The Vikings had, I think. It they was, played Buffalo. Yeah, Vikings went out and beat good teams. Right. But there's, there's a point. There's only one good team you can say the Eagles played and beat. Cowboys. That's it. And no, but and, the Cowboys had their backup quarterback. Y- yes, and but the Vikings. They played the Cowboys twice. They played, and, and they beat the Vikings. Are the only good teams that that Philly beat. So we'll we'll see how good Philly is on Sunday. Yes, I'm I'm rooting for them obviously. Uh, and then you have the AFC matchup: Chiefs, Bengals. Before I start, Logan, how how do you think that game went? Logan was at the game. He it was, was cold. I, it was cold back and forth. I'm gonna say Mahomes. Mahomes wasn't Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes was on one leg. <laughs> yeah, Mahomes was on one leg. But as a team, when I saw receiver Katuni went down, Juju went down, Harmon went down, I'm thinking, what the hell? We we have no shot. We're on our second string receiver and a guy who can barely hold a punt and all that. Oh, the rest gave you a shot. Sorry, go ahead. I would say the rest did help us. I will, I will, that ain't help. <laughs> that ain't help. They gave us a gift. But I'm going to say my, our defense kind of stepped up. And that defense, I like, woke up. I was all like. It's not that. Listen, like, if we had our own line, yeah, this shit, like, this shit is yeah. not even close. Like, this is not close. Chris Jones was Chris Jones. Chris Jones is Chris Jones, man. It's easy, it's easy to be Chris Jones when a third of your offensive line is gone. Uh, uh, I'm being generous when I say yeah, third. A, a, a lot more than a third was yeah, it's, easy, it's third. easy when you we Cincinnati were, Bengals this their offensive line this year is what the Kansas City offensive line was two Super Bowls ago against Tampa. Against Tampa. Against Tampa Bay. We have one starter. We have one starter out there. Ted Karras. Yeah. I love him. He's a center. Love him. But we, we have one starter out there. Everybody on this podcast knows we all watch one well, when I say we. Ty and I watch Premier League, and we still don't know. What a handball is. I have a vague idea. but You got a vague idea. I don't know. (laughs) And they got review. And I still don't know. They slow the motherfuckers down. (laughs) Yeah. 
I need the NFL to figure out some of these things because I, I can't – you in games like this, you can't have the ref be the deciding yeah. factor. Well, and what I think is like these ref, like the ref for the AFC Championship game, it's not the same crew. I think they just get no. You no. It's, it's 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 the best of each crew, and then they put a yeah. it's the best people from crews, and then they put those people in their own crew. But a crew working working together is how a t- a, you, you get great officiating crews. So yeah. I'm I'm you, a, need, you need chemistry. I'm a fan of okay. Instead of picking the best people out of crews. The best crews in their entirety. I agree. Okay. And, and here's the thing. This is some bullshit. There, I mean, a lot, I don't know if a lot of people know. NFL referees aren't full-time referees. Oh, yeah, they know that because a few years ago they went on strike and then they... Yeah, and they still aren't, though. Like, you, you're not... These are not full-time pay. They're out of work six months of the year. Yeah. These, these NFL referees. Yeah. So, I, I, think, I, I think that's one way we can get better at free. Because here's, here's what the problem is, all right? This this kind of chatter brings up a lot of chatter about the NFL being scripted and fixed. And as the one who was on the receipt, losing side of this game, let me be very clear. The NFL is not scripted. It is not fixed. You know why? Because if it was... The Cowboys would have won the No. <laughs> if the NFL could script a motherfucking league and it split up, Cincinnati. Cincinnati would not make it this far. Yeah. We would make the playoffs. We would have been Super Bowl last year. So trust me, I don't think it is scripted. But when the officiating is as piss poor as it was on that Sunday night, it leads to these kind of conversations. And also, I don't think this point can be understated. Now that gambling's a part mm-hmm. of the league. I wonder if refs are getting involved in gambling. I'm not gonna go I'm not gonna put it out, out there. I'm not yet. gonna put it out there. Yeah. But there's an extra level level of scrutiny mm-hmm. that you have to have now that you have people betting money on these games, that you can't have this sort of officiating. Because the NFL above all protects the shit. And which, well, when I say they protect their shield, they protect their money. Yes. In the cheapest league. Anyway, if you're going to have people gambling on these games, you need full-time referees. You need referees that don't do nothing else but work for the NFL. I agree with that statement. And you you do because you because the NFL is cheap, you don't want to pay them. You don't want to have full-time referees. But you're gonna run into a situation where there are gonna be some calls that are so egregious. That some of these gambling houses, MGM Grand will make a call and be like, either you fix this or Congress is going to be like, that don't look right. Con- right now, Congress is letting gambling take his, do his thing. Wait, you, you think they're going to ban gambling? <laughs> gambling <laughs> because, is... Because the NFL can get, can get calls right? Gambling is popular in the... Well, gambling has always been popular in the United States among the population. But it has been unpopular with very powerful senators and congressmen. Though it is still unpopular with those same people. So if you all want people who love gambling want gambling to stay, it's the, the reason why it took forever for Las Vegas to actually get a professional franchise. But if you all want this to continue to grow, the NFL is going to have the. You can have no questions about the integrity of the product that you put on. It's like the NBA. You can't have refs like that crazy ref that's out here. In the, in the Lakers game. The Lakers-Celtics game. Yeah. you Like, yeah. the and ref that actually went to jail. Yeah. Uh, Donahue, you mean. You cannot. Yeah. If, the, if gambling was allowed when Donahue was a ref, yeah, we'd be looking at a whole different. Also, for me, what's wild was, like, everyone knows I'm a Cleveland Cavaliers fan, but in the West, I, I, I root for LeBron, obviously. And watching watch that Lakers-Celtics game on Saturday night, LeBron goes to the game we layup. Clear, clear fat hit on the arm, not called, going to OT and they lose. And I'm like, fuck, that sucks. At least tomorrow Bengals beat Chiefs. 
and the refs fucking rock. Here's the thing. Goddamn. You can't just just like everybody remembers to his injury because it was on Monday night football. Mm-hmm. Everybody remembers LeBron's hat because it was on a nationally televised Yeah, it was TNT. Game. It was Lakers Celtics. Day. Yeah. This is no ambiguity in this. Mm-hmm. He got hit upside his horn. Mm-hmm. Once you include gambling in that, you can't have you can't have those goals. Yeah, but these are human also human errors. They're human errors, but they're human errors in a system where you have a review. No, now, you don't you don't you don't. Re- you don't review everything in the NBA like that. Yeah. But and also in the one, NFL, there's rules on as to what you can review. Yeah, review. one one bad call you can kind of get away with, but you had a series yeah. of suspect calls, and I'm just like suspect calls and no calls. Yeah, I'm like, no calls are subjective, but once you get a certain number of no calls, the no call has to be consistent. Is all I'm saying. The whole yeah. it's a hold everywhere. Yeah, uh, listen, despite the referees doing what they did, if. If our, if our boy doesn't hit Mahomes out of bounds, we we go to OT. Yeah, yeah, that's the. Oh, now go back to the Chiefs Bengals, and then mm-hmm. now you know back then it was always Brady Manning, and then Big Ben. Of, yeah, Big Ben. Big Ben Phillip. Now now can we say the NFL has now resolved into these younger guys where you got Mahomes, bro? Mahomes Burrow's gonna go at it fifteen years on that. I agree. Now yeah. Cincinnati's gonna have to get a home game. You know they're gonna have to find somebody to have that AFC Championship game at home. Y'all calm down. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. This is what I deal with out of Chiefs fans. This is why they get on my nerves. This is why they get on my nerves. Ain't been good a decade. Ain't don't know a good man. Then boo boo for the for the month. I had Matt Castle as a quarterback. Been boo boo for the majority of their existence as a franchise. Looks up on a quarterback. My bad, man. I, I, didn't, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to. And talk like y'all. I didn't mean to say it like and that. And talk like y'all a legacy franchise that are accustomed to winning. The, I, didn't, I, I didn't mean to say it like that. They did. They did. This is what Chiefs fans in Wichita sound like. I didn't mean to say it like they that. They sound worse than Dallas fans in Wichita. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that, man. All right, <laughs> my bad. What did Kelsey say to the Cincinnati Mayor? <laughs> no, that, that, and that was well deserved. And in all fairness, and in all fairness, the Cincinnati Mayor tweeted back, "Well, yeah, I, I deserve that." <laughs> that's what he said. So, but, uh, that's fair. But like I said, this gonna be big, especially yeah. with Allen Lawrence. The whole AFC is gonna be tough. NFC, I mean, I mean, I really don't know. I mean, if I'm if I'm if I'm a young quarterback getting drafted. I'm like, oh, someone in the NFC, please. Yeah, somebody in the NFC. <laughs> if I go to the AFC, I, I gotta deal with fight with these motherfuckers. Yeah, it's like, good. I mean, th- I mean, look, I mean, this is this is off season off season content, but like, how besides Jalen Hurts, how many of the, and Aaron Rodgers? We don't know where he goes if, if it's Vegas. He ain't, how, going, he ain't going to the. How many of the best quarterbacks in the league are in in the uh, NFC besides yeah. Jalen Hurts? None. I can't think of any. But yeah, I mean, it's yeah. I mean, this is this is the future future of the uh, of the NFL. It's. And with Sean Payton going to Denver, I mean, what? I mean, that's another off-season topic. Exactly. But, I mean, know. the thing about Cincinnati is that, in a way, they've lucked into this. When I mean lucked into this, as a franchise, they they they're notoriously cheap. They still have the smallest scouting department of any NFL mm-hmm. franchise. Basically, what they've done for their scouting is we're gonna go to the SEC schools and pick up people we actually know. Solid game plan. It's a solid game plan because it's a bunch of can't miss yeah, prospects, which is what which is what they have. It's a talent rich pool. Yeah, which is what they have. My question with Cincinnati is: Are y'all gonna make the right decision of who to pay and who not to pay? I please do not please do not penny pinch Mahomes because Cincinnati he, he, has bro, a, 
I mean, not Bird. Please don't pity, pity Pittsburgh. No, you, you, you won't. I, you say he won't, but history tells Cincinnati has a demonstrated history of being cheap beyond measure. And reason history tells me that we spent more than almost all, all but two teams in the NFL last five years. Fair. So but, yeah. you, but you haven't had to sign. You haven't had. This is your first franchise quarterback. Since Carson Palmer. He don't count. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, we well, drafted I mean, Carson. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, well, <laughs> so I'm real curious to see because they finally they they finally got a naming right mm-hmm. on the stage. And I'm convinced we got it so we can pay Joe. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually convinced. Yeah, of that. we got um, it so we can pay I'm Joe. Convinced of that too. Now, now, now this, we're gonna have to pay Jamar Chase. Now, I mean, he's still on his rookie contract. Yes, he is. But now they're gonna have to pay T. Higgins. Now, who's the but this team, both is gonna be tough. This team, even though there's a salary cap, this team doesn't generate. Income and the owners of this team are not wealthy, independently wealthy outside of football. of the football team. This is where this gets interesting because they're just now also building into a practice facility. Yes, it is being built right now. So I think we pay Joe, we pay Jamar. I don't think. I mean, we can try and pay T, but someone out there is going to give T a hell of a lot. My question money. is so because of, because of the deficiencies in the scouting, because you all don't scout widely like other teams do. That gives other teams the ability to, to find diamonds in the rough. Now, granted, when you find diamonds in the rough, you find a lot of dirt and other stuff with it. Mm-hmm. But will Cincinnati be able to expand past the obvious picks? Because you're, you're not picking high anymore. Y'all won't be picking high yeah, for, for, a, for while. a while. So can you find value in the second, third? And we have been doing it the past two, three years. We're drafting well. We're drafting good corners. We're drafting good defense. T. Higgins out of Clemson. What a find. That's not a find. It is. Oh, it's yeah. not. T. Higgins out of Clemson, was, he, he, was, he wasn't this. No one thought T. Higgins was this. Look at the school. I'm looking at the school he came from. It's easy. There are seven to ten schools that if you play there and get drafted, odds are you, the jump to the NFL is a hard jump. Let's be mm-hmm. clear about that. But there are certain schools that prepare you for it better than others. That boy preparing you for shit. Dabo with Clemson prepared. Dabo is the most overrated college football coach. Oh, I don't disagree, but strength and conditioning, nutrition. That's what I'm. In God's name, image and likeness. Is, like, is, is what he said. So, like Alabama. Like, we not. Yeah, SEC. Do not get me started on Dabo. I can't. <laughs> Damn. But, yes. But, but, SEC. That's no, cool. SEC, Clemson, Notre Dame, Ohio Michigan, State. Ohio State, uh, um, University of Texas. No, out the Big 12 is. Well, is that no. more receivers or or more? Quarter? It is. More, it is more skill positions. It is more skill positions. Okay. Yeah. It is more skill positions. Because I, I for, still for, want your, for your trenches, you, you, you're trying to get SEC boys. Yeah. For your trenches, yeah. SEC boys, and that's or Pac-10 dudes that are Polynesian. Yes. You know, like it, it, like hello, it, 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 if, if my boy is doing the haka, like halfway <laughs> through the game, that's who you want. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Some motherfuckers look like Rita Vale. Yeah. 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 Whew, that, that's, good Lord. that's what you want. Um. But yeah, Dabo in God's name, Lord. <laughs> like, that is more offseason stuff. Mm. Twenty-seven minutes into the show, Chiefs versus Eagles. Eagles are one and a half point favorites in Arizona. Logan, resident Chiefs fan, Chiefs are playing. Talk to me. Hey, I got Chiefs money line. I, I think Chiefs gonna win. You got Kelsey, Kelsey. I think it comes down to coaching. I really do. I think Andy Reid's got more experience. I mean, quarterback, two black quarterbacks playing in a NFL starting in the Super Bowl. Logan, I'm disappointed you brought it up. 
Because I was gonna give you, I was gonna give you Eugene. I was like, how long is it gonna go before Eugene brings up? I actually that, was it, that this is the first time switching my quarterback. Was it gonna bring up? Because I knew, <laughs> I knew you was gonna get to it. Todd has been real shady this. Todd's been real shady these last two weeks of this offseason. So I'm like, I'm not gonna bring that up. I'm, like, I'm gonna mess around. We'll go to podcast and go back to doing what I was doing. My lights can better it out here, just playing quarterback in the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> but yes, go ahead. Uh, yeah, the round I, uh, boys is winning. I just say this game is going to be tough. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I love my, my boys to win, but Philly wins, Philly wins. I mean, Philly's got, I think, more talent and more skilled players. But, I mean, I I, I really don't know. I get it. I get it. Um, I think uh, my I have Philly by a tutty. That's my, that's my prediction. Philly by seven. So, obviously, I'm betting Philly minus one and a half. It's one of the bets I've made already. I, I like Philly a lot, man. I'm not fully... Soul and Mahomes being healthy, like that leg being hundred percent, it yeah. can't be. And even even and even if it was, even if it was that defensive line that terrified. But Chiefs have number one offensive line in right. the country, in the yeah. country, uh, and number two sack rate in the country. Also Chiefs. Oh wow! Yes, like Chris, Chris Jones. You did your research. I oh, need to... Of course, of course. <laughs> Here I am, a Chiefs fan. I need to start doing some more research. <laughs> uh, but now you need to finish that damn wide receiver. Look. Stop it. We're not. We're not reacting <laughs> that. Five but, out of ten. <laughs> but okay, I think Travis Kelsey's gonna get his. AJ Brown's gonna fucking go off. AJ Brown, I think, is gonna have himself a game. I'm talking six catches, one forty. Because you don't have a corner who can match his size. Six catches, one forty, two tutties. I think this comes down to defense. The the first turnover in this game wins. I think whoever commits the first turnover, depending on how, like if it's a turnover, like because you've thrown the ball sixty yards and it's more like a punt, that's one thing. Yeah. But if it is a turnover in the middle of the field that gives that flips field position, um, I had this game being a defensive struggle, but with the better defense being Philadelphia. Uh, it is definitely Philadelphia, and listen, we have the Bengals have have a decent pass rush. Yeah. We're good, and we have a decent pass defense, and we gave Mahomes some fits in that pocket. What Philly's gonna bring is gonna be something else, man. And Mahomes, that, that's the thing. He's not. He's not. If, he's if, not his, if his mobility isn't one hundred percent, shit gets problematic. This is where, like, you know, Andy Reid's not a running, running coach. It's just not what he is. If he, if we could, you know, Pacheco's coming out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. If we find a way to run the ball, maybe that helps slow down the pass rush. But still, like you said, no, they're gonna rush four guys. Listen, and, Pacheco's gonna be important. Make no. But if you guys are gonna win this game, trust me, if if the Chiefs are to win this game. The most important player on that motherfucking field is Jerry McKinnon. Just very reminiscent of Tom Brady and James White. Yep. This six-yard pass coming out of the backfield. Just move, keep those chains moving. Because with if Mahomes' mobility is limited, and with that D-line, you're not going to get a lot of time to get those deep plays. So screen game. Exactly. Especially because that you, you get those first 15 plays that are always scripted. By that, I mean, not by the fucking NFL for you tin four heads out there. Each team, when they come out, the coaching staffs, the offensive coordinator, the head coach, your first 12 or 15 plays are always scripted. You know what you're running. That's why teams can run run fast. Yeah. Like, it, it's everyone knows what the play is. And then you can call audibles from the line if you want to. So once those 15 plays are done, and the Chiefs might get a big one in those first 15, once those first 15 are done, 
it's going to be very interesting to see what this Chiefs offense does against that defense. Yeah. So in the third quarter, very interesting to see what the offense does. Here's, here's the thing. Andy Reid is a great scripted mm-hmm. Um, you, you give Andy Reid two weeks. Yeah, but once you get past that script. Against that defense. And, and if, again, listen, if Mahomes is fully mobile, this is a different story. Mahomes is not going to be fully mobile. That's the thing. But you, you, you're going to say a little bit? Uh, like you said, like the Jeremy McKinnon thing. Now, remember uh, last game when we had, you know, Juju go down and Tooney go down. Tooney was kind of a big partner in our offense. He was kind of he, – you could move him around. Mm-hmm. But who's going to be the one to step up? Like here, I have a Michael Vallis getting a touchdown. MBS, I think yeah. I think he could step up in this game. It, or is Sky Moore going to return punts? You know, some of these young guys, you know, they got to step up. This is their first time in a Super Bowl. You're you asking – You're M- asking a lot from a whole bunch of young guys. MBS – had a decent game against Bengals. Yeah, he did. I thought you said MVS. Never mind. Oh, no, MVS. Yeah, <laughs> I've never been a fan of MVS. Just never. Just very one dimensional. Because he played with Rodgers and Devontae. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just very. You all he he does reruns go routes. Yeah. He's a big body. If T Higgins was a limited receiver, yeah. he'd be MVS. Yeah. And no, MVS in the Super Bowl. Make no mistake, right? But if if MVS was a limited receiver, he'd be T Higgins. Yeah. Or the other way around. But, yeah. but you get what I'm saying. I, I'm just not a fan of his, but Sky, Sky Moore, another dude, just get the ball in his hands. Yep. Get the ball in his hands, make him miss some motherfuckers. That I think those short screen passes and Jared McKinnon is going to be pivotal in this game. Mm-hmm. If, do I think you guys win? No. But if you guys do, it's because Jared McKinnon balled the fuck out. Um, G, any further analysis on this game before you go into bets? Uh, not really. Yeah? All right, now, uh, Logan and I are more of the gambling people on the show. Uh, Eugene occasionally dabbles here and there. Those are the book. Yeah. Five dollars in the kitty. So <laughs> <laughs> five dollars in the kitty. <laughs> How much did you have to throw in the kitty this year? Less than, Less than you. Yeah. Less than you, yes. Less than you. Shit. Eugene was in for eighty-five. I was in for like one hundred twenty. One twenty. I think you were for one twenty-five. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And y'all, both of y'all, yeah. were trying to give me to hundred. No, we're listen. friends. Like y'all, I don't need enemies. <laughs> goddammit. I don't know why he was trying. I was trying because I knew that money was coming to me. <laughs> That's why I wanted it. <laughs> like uh, I said, with friends like that, I don't need enemies, man. Shit. You're supposed to not you're supposed to help me, let me keep on hanging on with my money. Um, but not. I'm here to donate to your gambling. I, I don't have a lot of bets yet because it's still early. I only have three bets for this one, and one of them is a novelty bet and two actual in game bets. Logan has half of a JK, a JK Rowling book. So. <laughs> Logan wants to start off with some of his bets. Uh, Don't hit me with all of it. Hit me I with, want, uh, hit me, hit me with your five best. Uh, my mm-hmm. five best? Yes. Here, I'll do this. We're going to give you some time to think about your five, yeah, five yeah. best. Yeah. Um, take, yeah. take, take your pen, mark out five. You're going to get a few minutes. Five, not six, not three. Stop, stop it. Five. <laughs> My boy can count. All right. I don't. Uh, can the, he? The receiver list, I know. Yes. We're, we're going to let it go. We're going to let it go. Um, but yes, my bets. Yeah. My bets, right? Um, one, the, my two in-game bets are Jared McKinnon, over 22.5 receiving yards. Okay. Number is very low. They had it at 22.5. I love the over there. Right. My second bet, A.J. Brown at plus 300, any time touchdown. And I'm, I'm looking at the national anthem. I'm going to place a national anthem bet. Now, what I'm going to go over or under is still. And now, just let me give you the breakdown, the analysis. Your boy has done in the work for the national anthem bet. The National Anthem will be performed by Chris Stapleton. Yes. It's Make a it sing, too. Boy. Country singer. Yeah. 
more of a blues, more of a blues. The he's not a country artist. The time being set is two minutes and seven seconds. That is the time prop that's being set. Country artists sing the national anthem in the shortest time, like time generally. Only one country artist has in the history of the Super Bowl has gone over two minutes and seven seconds. So. Based on those trends, you're more likely to go with under two minutes and seven seconds. Yeah, but Stapleton is a blues. He's got that blues in him, so he gonna catch. He gonna catch a touch of that spare. Stapleton. <laughs> Let's not forget, is the man who did an eight minute rendition of Tennessee whiskey. A good eight minute rendition. <laughs> like you could listen to all eight, eight minutes. minutes of Tennessee whiskey. So this is gonna be his one shining moment, and he gonna give it everything. And. There is no evidence. There's no. There's no t- uh, at least video evidence or e- any evidence whatsoever of Stapleton having performed the national anthem before. Yeah. So this is his first time doing it in at least this big of a setting. Mm-hmm. And I think it's probably gonna be the last time. So I'm assuming he's gonna want to make a make a show of it. Mm-hmm. So my bet over two minutes and seven seconds at minus one eighty vig. Put in hundred bucks. I'm sorry. Put in hundred eighty bucks. Make a hundred bucks. I'm also looking forward to the Rihanna halftime show. As am I. As am I. Um, and I'm trying to figure out a few things. Is she going to bring any special guests? Is going to be any guest surprises in the show? Uh, I would hope. I mean, it's always fun. It's always fun. How long is the show? And also, what songs is, are she, is she going to be performing? What if she brings Jay and starts hitting uh, around this town? And not New York. It is, it, it's Arizona. Because if it was in New York, that would be... Yeah. And it's weird it's in Arizona because you don't have any Arizona artists to bring on. As Logan was saying earlier, Arizona's hot right now. Arizona Phoenix was hot. Feet, uh, waste management open. Most fun golf tournament there is uh, in the whole calendar. Super Bowl coming this weekend. And, as we'll discuss later on in the show, Kevin Durant in Phoenix. Yeah, waste management ain't going to be open for long. What do you, you mean? Water. Oh, fuck. All I care about is a golf tournament. They'll find a new sponsor for Scottsdale. No, 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 no. You didn't hear what I said. Water. What about water? They don't have any water in Arizona. That sucks. Well, TPC Scottsdale. No, no, okay. Since for play, those who don't understand, you can. no, for those who don't understand, Phoenix is in the middle of the desert, and they draw water from the Columbia River. Um, a few weeks ago, it's been like this for about two and a half years that the, the federal government has told everybody who draws water from the Columbia River, y'all going to have to come up with a plan to save more water because the Columbia River is literally running dry. Phoenix has what they call junior water rights, or the state of Arizona has junior water rights to the Columbia River, meaning if, if everything were to go wrong, they're not going to get any water. Well, everything has started to go wrong because suburbs of Phoenix, because if suburbs of Phoenix, and, and to include Scott, they'll get their water from the Phoenix water system. Phoenix started cutting those people off two weeks ago. So, so, so they're going to become Jackson, Mississippi. They're going to become a. De- they're going to go back to a desert. So now you have people who live in the suburbs of Phoenix who are literally bu- buying water, and they have to have water containers to store their water because they're not on the city system. Man, man, you got to be careful, right? So this is going to include. This is if this doesn't get resolved in a timely fashion, the golf courses everybody loves out there. That's unsustainable. I mean, we said we said it loud enough. Brett Favre might steal their money too. 
Alright, we got we we gotta calm down with the right, we got a little volume on some of these. Logan, what are your five favorite bets? Oh, uh, I like uh, Jerry McKinnon, twenty five receiving plus oh, receiving yards. Right. I like that. Uh, I like AJ Brown for four receptions and Travis Kelsey for five receptions. So they'll each get you know more mm-hmm. than five. Okay. Uh, also got a Jerry McKinnon receiving touchdown. Okay, okay. I like that. I don't mind that one. And then I got one where Mahomes and Jalen Hurts each to throw one passing touchdown in each half. Ooh, that's gonna be a tough one. That that's is, gonna that everything is. else is. I, I like. I mean, I like all make no mistake. Yeah. But I, I hope the payout you had on the last one was worth it. Because that's that's gonna be a, that's and gonna then, be a little tricky. You know, I gotta like I like my tight ends getting each a touchdown. You, in the you game. are you I'm are the tight end. I'm, I'm the I'm tight end guru. I'm with you in this tight end bullshit. He is a tight end whisperer though. I love my tight end. And whispered him two weeks ago. <laughs> for also, this might be a little, you know, kind of overrising, but Jalen Hurts, 225 passing yards, and Mahomes, 300. If Chiefs are going to win, Mahomes going to have to throw over 300. I agree. I agree. And the game the game stays close. Jalen might throw over that as well. You never know. It's, but I think it's a little unlikely. But it is in the realm of possibility. Yeah, everything is within the realm of and possibility. And there's some I also like here, you know, what position will score the first touchdown? You know, I love my tight ends, so I gotta go with the tight ends. <laughs> All right, before we veer off of football and jump into the NBA, Logan, the answer to this question cannot be a quarterback. All right? Oh, shit. Sir Bowl, Sir Bowl MVP. Chris Jones. 45 to 1. Eugene, same question. The defensive lineman from the Eagles who has the most. Who has a- Hassan Reddick, 25 to 1. Yeah. My answer would have been if you guys didn't figure it out from earlier. AJ Brown, uh, eighteen to one is the number on what? him. What's McKinnon? I, I was between McKinnon and Jones, but I think if we're gonna win, I think Jones gonna have to have a big him or Frank Clark. But I think fuck yeah. Frank Clark. Oh, okay. Fucking hate that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, Jared McKinnon, sixty-five to one. Yeah, that, big number. But again, running back getting an MVP. It's tough. It's I don't think it's ever happened. This is is interesting because. The NFL sucks up all the oxygen in the room during Super Bowl week. Mm-hmm. And the NBA trade deadline is around the same time. It just happened. We just got done with it today. And for the first time in a long time, the NBA has actually looked at the NFL and was like, hold my beer. We can we can actually get some headlines during Super Bowl week. Um, and there's been some interesting trades in the NBA this week. Well, but I was doing some reading and writing, and it was about 3-something in the morning. Where I got a beat because I turn on my I turn on I, all my phones are on silent and I and I looked at my phone I'm like they traded Kevin Durant first of all I had to make sure I wasn't being played in punk so I went to my before you go on any further right a, a little disclaimer a lot more players than what I'm about to tell you were moved around a lot a lot more picks. First rounders, and they were handing out second rounders mm-hmm. like it was fucking Halloween on, like it was candy on Halloween. And, you, and I, you, I showed you my bets with the Mavericks. Yes, yeah. you did. Now, these are the these are some of the players, notable players that got moved to certain teams. Mo Bamba to the Lakers. Gary Payton the second back to the Warriors after getting traded to Portland only half a season ago. Sadiq Bay to the Hawks, very underrated move. No one gives a fuck because it's the Atlanta Hawks. We're very underrated move. James Wiseman to the Pistons. He's going to play for a year and fucking probably get cut. Um, also, a little fun fact. James Wiseman was the pick by the Golden State Warriors. Everyone loved it at the time. Looking back now, they could have had Lamella Ball. 
Could you imagine Lamelo Ball with that team, Eugene? Yeah, then he got to shoot. Yeah, and then he easily ball the fuck out. Mikael Bridges to the Nets. Josh Hart to the Knicks. Always good to see my Villanova boys reuniting. Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart back over in New York, back on the East Coast. Eric Gordon to the Clippers. John Wall to the Rockets. This is my favorite trade of the entire day, of the entire week. And I'll tell you why. Literally less than two weeks ago, John Wall went on an uh, interview, on a podcast, and said how his time with the Rockets was his least favorite as an NBA player because it was a shit franchise to play for. And, he went right and the, the Clippers <laughs> traded him right back there to fucking, for fucking Eric Gordon, who hasn't made a three-pointer since James Harden left. Here's the thing. Eric Gordon is a good player. I didn't think the Rockets would let go of him. Yeah, he's been shit. He's been dog water all year. Uh, Mike, and then this was a big one. A little three-team trade. Mike Conley to the Timberwolves, D'Angelo Russell to the Lakers, Russell Westbrook to the Jazz. I wonder how long he'll stay with the Jazz. Not long. Probably le- less than a year. Because Danny Ainge ain't trying to win. Exactly. And then, here's what happened. When that trade happened, D'Lo, uh, Patrick Beverly said, because he, he's always been very hard on D'Angelo Russell. As most of us are. His skill is undeniable. Yeah, it is. Uh, and so he, he's like, this dude's super skilled. Finally back to be playing with this, this man again. Less than 72 hours later, Patrick Beverly gets traded to the Magic, which is how Mo Bamba ended up with the Lakers. <laughs> and then the two biggest pieces to fall. Kyrie Irving to the Mavs. Kevin Durant to the Suns. I don't know what the Brooklyn Nets are doing. With with Kyrie, I understand it, that, that that was a that was a fuck you move. It was a we had better offers from a lot of teams. Lakers gave us the best offer we wanted, but we don't want to send you where you wanted to go. So fuck you. And they're like, you, you, actually, not the Lakers move. did not give them the for this particular trade. The Lakers did not give them the best offer. Two first rounders, three second rounders, and a rust contract that expires in a, in a year. Yeah, but that's not. And this is why I don't like. Unverified. When I mean unverified sources, is reporters say stuff, say things, and they don't tell you who it came from. It's Wojnarowski. Yeah, but I'm getting other. I've read other reports by other, G, not other GMs, other people who r- related to GMs who said that wasn't what was Listen, it. What was the offer? If if, if you're comparing sources, I'll take Wojo or anybody. In the it depends on who the team is, but. I understand what Brooklyn was doing because once like, you trade away, we're not gonna we're not gonna give. Ky- yeah, the one, but here's the thing: you sent KD exactly where, where you wanted him to go, and you got nothing for him. You you said you traded away Kevin Durant, and the best piece you got for him was Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges, what excellent I love Mikael, but the best piece you got for trading away Kevin, easy money sniper Durant. Was Mikael Bridges? What the fuck are they even doing? But now, this, in my opinion, the Phoenix Suns have the best starting five in basketball. I think there's a, there's another trade. I think you forgot to as Crowder going to Milwaukee. I, I, that I, might help. With my basketball. Listen, I, I, when I was I was gonna talk about the Suns, I was gonna get to it. They have CP no rings point guard, Devin Booker shooting guard, TJ Warren at the three. Uh, KD at the four, Aiden at the five. That's still it's a g- good starting. It's a it's a best starting five in the NBA. I don't I don't mm, that I don't like Chris. Who, who, I like Chris Paul as a point guard. Don't, who you like fucking Bradley Beal and Porzingis instead? <laughs> the fuck you want? <laughs> I'll say Milwaukee starting five one healthy. 
No. No. It, and no. Pro- the problem with Milwaukee starting five is you have no answer for Kevin Durant. What so fucking number? Yeah. And that's a problem. It is. like I'm not saying it's the best, it's the best squad. Because the, the case you can make is defensively, because they got rid of Mikhail and Jay Crowder, they, they're worse off defensively. And, I was, and, I, and you're right. Jay Crowder averaged four air balls and three altercations a game. Also, I would still, this and this is going to sound blasphemous as fuck. I, I want to see healthy Denver play healthy Phoenix now. Because I want to see what this looks like. I mean, we will. We will in literally. In, like, that's the conference final, isn't it? I don't know. I don't know because I still like Sacramento. <laughs> Man, Sacramento ain't doing shit. Wow. Sacramento, I mean, Sacramento ain't hold on. First of all, Sacramento ain't doing shit. First of all, I don't like you rolling your eyes at me. Secondly, <laughs> watch your tongue. Um, I didn't say they were gonna make it to the finals. Now, now, before any of these trades, before you say something, before any of these trades, we weren't looking forward to too many Western Western Conference playoff games because we're like the Lakers is gonna be sorry. The Lakers are now have a competent starting five. Yes, I agree. So you've got there's some playoff games in the West that that are we're looking at them like mm, this is this is which this is which is why when you said the, the Kings I was like what are you talking about because they just dropped down the picking order drastically understandably drastically but I'm still so people have high hopes for Dallas yes of course I don't why I I love Kyrie as a player. Which is which is what he what you want him to be by the way right, right now right now not a yes. no, no, not a Nobel laureate but okay. I don't Kyrie <laughs> I, if I was Dallas I would sign Kyrie and don't put nothing don't ever put a mic in front of him you can't speak on shit you can't he has to it's media obligation he's got Mark Cuban as owner so yeah dude I would I would shit. I would pay if I was the owner I would pay the fine <laughs> for you not to say because the more he talks. The more, the higher the likelihood of him saying something, yeah. fucked up. Thing is, with Kyrie, he's one of my favorite players. We focus on so many of the negatives. Yeah. Okay. The only negative I really want to focus on on Kyrie is you don't show up to work. Yeah. And you right. literally don't, and that's the one thing I have against him. But but when he does, he's the best employee. Nah, he ain't the best employee. Producer better than anybody else. It's a truth. Everybody, it's, everybody's familiar with the crazy hot matrix when it, when it comes to the opposite sex. Yes. There's a crazy hot matrix when it comes to Kyrie. Kyrie is so good. Okay. There's a crazy hot matrix that comes with basketball players in general. Kyrie is so good that he skews that matrix. Mm-hmm. And still, by him, even though he screws the matrix, there's a point where you're just like, I'll let you say crazy shit, dude. Just show up. Every time you are healthy... Show up. He does. He does. Motherfucker didn't show up in the bubble. He didn't. He took. He, he didn't t- want to play during COVID. Okay. He took days off doing the Black Lives Matter shit. Yes, man. He, he was fighting for his cause. He was fighting for his cause at his birthday party. Sure. Black Lives Matter. He's black. His life mattered. That's what that was for him. <laughs> I wish I wish y'all could see I wish y'all could see Kyrie's black his life matters to him but it, like I so, saw so I look at Dallas as a two person team Dallas yes and you've got two people who can on any given night can score 80 points between on a consistent basis okay 70 65 yes 65 70 yeah 80s like the question, 80s prime Braun, prime Kyrie stuff the question is 
Where are you going to get the remainder of the scoring from? And I do know the answer to that. And can you play defense marginally good enough so every game is not a shootout? Number three defensive team in the NBA. Because Kyrie ain't going to guard nobody. He's not going to not guard people, dude. Kawhi Kyrie. He will force steal. He'll step in the path. He's going to guard like Steph. Yeah. Like, this team. And the, the, here's the thing, right? With, when it was just Luka. And they, this team would always bump into the Warriors. They would lose to the Warriors. Because when the Warriors play teams that are based on one only one primer focal attacking point, they're able to shut that attacking point down better than anybody in the league. And Kyrie has proven he can punk the Warriors because he yes. punked the shit out. And when it was only Luka, Warriors like, Luka, you ain't beating us, dog. It just ain't going to be you. But now you cannot do that. Because at the same time as Luka, you have Kyrie Irving on the floor. And the best part is, because I heard a lot of people say, oh, there's only one ball to go around, da, da, da. Kyrie can be spot up. Yeah. Kyrie is a knockdown shooter from anyone on the basketball floor. And Kyrie Ky- can be Ky- a spot up shooter. Kyrie can play off the ball or Kyrie can play on the ball. It relieves the pressure of Doncic. Exactly. To have to always be Having to play 40 minutes, one minutes a game and be on every second. So, yeah. so we could guarantee that it's going to be either Nuggets or Suns in the final. Well, I wouldn't say guarantee, but it would be some no, some fans that guarantee. But not your those... best Charles Barkley impersonation, I see. All right. <laughs> I, mean, guarantee. I mean, I, whoever comes out the West is probably going to win it all. Nope. 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 Because nope. nope. I don't have any of these teams. I don't think any of these teams can beat Milwaukee. And I truthfully don't think any of these teams can beat the Celtics. I, if the Celtics the come Celt- out. If the Celtics were healthy, I think they could be. Even if the Celtics are he- if the Celtics are healthy, they're still better than most of the teams in the West. When the Milwaukee gets healthy... I think they're the best team in the league. Um, I agree. I agree. With the last statement. We just um, the, I don't think there's a team in the West right now that can that can beat them in a seven game series. Now, if these teams stay as constructed next year, yes. I think Denver gives. Them I think Denver. Offense. Yeah, I think Denver, I like. Yeah. And Todd knows this. I like Denver more than I like any other team. Yes. Okay, Milwaukee and. Logan, you know it's because I have a bet against you. Yeah, and I got the six. Yeah, you got the six. I got, I, I got the Bucks. I think the Bucks have the best are the best roster. Yeah, not the best team, not but the best, best team roster. But in the playoffs, roster is no longer 12, 10, whatever. I think it's, it's a seven. seven. It's, it's seven. seven. And, and they have and maybe an eight. They may have the best seven. They don't. That's where I lose them. Because now Phoenix is the best seven. I still I str- I understand where this is coming from. And if Chris Paul is truly healthy, it's it's an argument I'm more likely to be like, okay, it makes sense. Now, the argument makes sense, but it's Chris Paul, are we seeing the last of Chris Paul? Yes. He's been, for the last three playoff seasons, he's been hurt going into the playoffs Mm -hmm. and got hurt in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I can't. And still made runs in the NBA. Yeah, I I just just can't. I just want to see him healthy. One whole playoff. I really want to see him get a ring. I don't know, man. CP no rings has vibe to it. Yeah, him kicking people in the nuts. In the NBA playoffs, does it also come down to coaching too? You think? Yes, but a little, not, but not, more not, so than, but more, more like players. But like, is there a little bit? It of coaching? depends on who the coach is. Less so in the playoffs, in my opinion. If it, no, it depends on who the coach is. If it's Popovich, yes. I know Jason. Yeah, Popovich making playoffs. No, yeah. no, I'm saying it depends on who the coach is. I think I think coaching matters more in the regular season. I think there are maybe three to five coaches in the NBA currently that 
are good enough to influence a playoff series outside of the playoffs. So, like, probably like Steve Kerr, at least one of them. Steve Kerr is not one. Oh, no. What? I you have. You're the top five coach in the NBA? Probably like seven. Steve Kerr is top two. Who, okay, quickly, who's your, who's your number one coach? Spoke. Spolstra. Interesting. I have him on the five list. I don't have him on the. Spoke one. I don't have Spoelstra one. And playoffs are all no. If, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about if you were to take a coach from any team and place him. Spoke. Oh, I mean, for me, Spoke. Oh, I like Popovich or San Antonio. Popovich, Pop, my man's got a foot, a foot out the door and a foot in the grave. Pop, Popovich is done. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I have to go. I have to we go with the We're not going to disrespect the veteran that way. That's day number one. <laughs> Damn, this man has a foot in the grave. Have you seen him? <laughs> He's looked like that for the last no, years. It's worse. But he looks like he has stage four cancer. Oh, die! <laughs> <laughs> I wish him nothing, nothing but the best. But I mean, can we start with that and then say he looks like he has stage four? Cancer? <laughs> like he just looks, he looks atrocious. Jesus, Tyler. Tyler, no, I have Tyler top five, but I have Kerr and Spoelstra above it. I, I got Kerr at one, and then Spoelstra at two because Spoelstra's been there. I, you know, I mean, I don't have Spoelstra as two. I Spolster is more closer to four or five. And with Spolster, it's a combo. Who's your three? Doc Rivers? But <laughs> okay. This is a very if y'all didn't know, this is a very anti-Doc Rivers household. No. <laughs> yeah, we just I don't <laughs> believe in getting coaches fired, but Well, I hate Doc Rivers. Oh yeah? Hate is a strong word for me. I mean, like, you have such these good teams. The, the, okay, you won one NBA Finals, but you got such these good teams that when you go to the playoffs and you choke or, like, don't even win a series, it's all like. See, here's the thing with Doc Rivers is irritating, man. He whines about people who talk about his record. I think that's the one thing that helps. But let's, let's look at Doc Rivers' record. Doc Rivers was boo-boo in Orlando and got ran out of Orlando. Yes. Hold on, hold on. Yes. He to this day he's mad at Jamel Hill and Michael Smith because they were columnists in Orlando, and Michael Smith wrote a series of columns saying Doc Rivers should be fired. Michael Smith was right. He was. He goes to the Celtics, and it's fortunate to be honest. Yeah, because he had three Hall of Fame players, and and he got LeBron's last year in Cleveland. They made his legacy, so he rides that coattail and brings his ass to the Clippers. Mm-hmm. For a three-year run, they had the best team in the NBA. Nope. I said for a three-year run. I didn't say for five because if I said five, you're running the Golden State. No, they ran into the Lakers. <laughs> they ran into the Lakers. They were better. As a team, they were better than the Lakers. Couldn't beat them. No, no, no. I'm getting that. When you have Chris Paul at the peak of his powers. Oh, oh, oh you mean Lob City. Yes. Yeah, like you're talking about Lob City. I'm not, yeah, I'm talking no, about I think that's when LeBron was playing for Miami. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you Miami had. And then Cleveland. Yeah, you had the best starting five in the NBA. I, I still don't agree with that statement. Okay. <laughs> you had a starting five in the NBA that at the very least you should have won a playoff series with. Yes, you should have won a playoff series with. You did not. Yes, I. That it's a bad look. And then on your exit, you blame everybody but yourself. For this and talk your way into Philadelphia. We've watched you in Philadelphia refuse to make basic adjustments to the point where Philadelphia lost in the Eastern Conference Finals to Toronto off of a boink, 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 boink. That, I mean, that's just luck. It's luck, but it should have never went that far. That, that, that's like Cody, Cody Park is doing doink. You got out coached 
by Nick Nurse when Nick Nurse was a baby coach. That wasn't our coach. Like, no, I, I never defended this motherfucker ever in that series. In that, in the entirety of that, 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 that was just because it was all home teams won their games. That's what happened that game. All home teams won their games. So I don't like the idea that people think of you as a premier coach. I think no one does anymore, man. I don't know what anyone does anymore because he's. I think the the moment that changed was not when he had PG Kawhi. He yeah. had them boys for two years. Oh yeah. Before Tyloo got there. Yeah. And they were loud about it. But those Clippers were loud. Beat beat the Lakers at the Staples. They got loud and didn't do shit else. And didn't do shit else. Didn't and do the thing, shit else. the thing with Doc is, and the thing. This podcast will always reward his competence. We don't care what you are. You need to be competent mm-hmm. at your job. I agree. You cannot be incompetent and loudly boisterous about how good you are when in reality you are not. Yep, I agree. I agree. And that's the one you. thing about Doc. And then there is the passing of the blame mm-hmm. to other people. If you're a coach, rarely should you ever blame your players for things that you should you should have controlled. And now he's in hell and James Harden. Tyrese Maxey, over the guy from Tobias Harris, but we love him from Tennessee, representing Sam, right? Uh, what's up, Sam? What, Y'all need to stop losing to Vanderbilt. Can we not? Don't, God damn it. We're not here to talk about college ball. I think they lost to Florida last week, too. Y'all motherfuckers ain't shit. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I know we talk. KU got their ass handed too. So by K State. Oh yeah, I was. I'm, I I celebrate when KU was. All right, <laughs> all right. But now you're right. Like. He just he doesn't do enough with the pieces that he has, which is why we don't like him. Because my thing is, you give Pop that team, that's a totally different team. We have seen Pop with that team. He's he won he had dynasty. Yeah, you give Spo that team. We seen Spo with that team. He had dynasty. That's that's I can't for the amount of talent he's had at multiple stops. You, and you ain't got you don't have as highly as I do. You give Steve Kerr that team. They win. I have him in like the top seven. You win at least a chip. Like I have, I have secret top three, man. I think it's phenomenal. He's more, he is more Phil Jackson. Yeah, he than, that he's a people manager. Exactly. Which more, is, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But I, I like your X's and O's. Which, it's crazy because like, you, you value Mike Tomlin. He, that motherfucker ain't doing X's and O's. Time out. Time he's, out. He's, a, he's a people man. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All of a sudden, the white guy's a people man. Oh, no, no, that black, that first of all, that blasts with me. We'll not stand. Okay, we're going to address this real quick because I'm sick of you. Mike Tomlin, when he got that coaching job with the Pittsburgh Steelers, Came in with three notebooks of detailed plans of every position of what he would change and how he would execute this plan. Mike Tomlin was a defensive coordinator, was a defensive man. See, oh, fuck you, man. You're right. Mike Tomlin had a phenomenal interview. Maybe Eric Bieniemy can get some of those interviewing tips from Mike Tomlin because I don't think that man can Right now, after so all these trades and with KD going to the Suns. Mm-hmm. Right now, I mean, you don't have to give me no who's gonna win, but no, right okay. now, who you got? No, Western Conference versus Eastern Conference. No. You could change it after the All Star break, or you could change it, whatever. But give me a Western Conference and an Eastern Conference. Western Conference is Denver. Eastern Conference is Milwaukee. I, I like Denver in the Western Conference. I I got them. Now after the Suns trade, it, it's gonna be between them. But I'm gonna go Denver in the West, and I know I have the Sixers, 
fucking walk is healthy, my walk is healthy. Tell me, did you just say he had the Sixers? He has money on Sixers. I have money on Sixers. It, it, it's a bet him and I have. You, yeah. just, you were dumb enough. Hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. He made the bet a long time I ago. I made a bet a long time ago. <laughs> you betting with Doc Rivers. I regret. So you, you putting money on Doc Rivers. I, re, I regret this. He, he, he's a big Embiid guy. Yeah. I, he's a big Embiid guy. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, so okay, I'm going. Mean, his coach is deficient. I'm going Nuggets versus Celtics. That that's my prediction, right? No, not Nuggets. Uh, Dallas versus uh, Celtics. Yeah, I like I'm gonna that. Go Mavs and Celt- uh, Celtics. <sighs> Rick Carlisle's a good You can change it. You can change it. You know, before playoff, but after all the trades and after you know each team. I mean, I think the Lakers could get in the playoffs, but you know, Rising. I think the Lakers will get up past the playing game. Rising of the sun. Mohegan's son, don't matter. Lakers in five. Okay. All right. <laughs> Lakers in five. Lakers in five. <laughs> Shannon Sharp, my poor shout out to you. <laughs> Lakers in five. <laughs> On that note, we shall conclude this week's episode of Barbecue and Curry. Yeah, I'm yeah. Ty. Glad I'm Logan. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm Eugene. And we are out. Peace. <laughs>